Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of HP Critical. I'm Jarrell, uh, your wonderful host for the evening, and I am joined by uh, lots of dudes today. Uh, two dudes. Is it's apparently uncomfortable. Like. There's too many guys Ram in a room. Ranch. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, and so yeah, with me is Brandon. Hi, guys. <laughs> And Gabe. Hello. And this is what happens when you don't have someone to rein us in. Uh, so today, we're going to talk all about the uh, previous Nintendo Direct. Yes, it's a little late, but we all have busy lives and we didn't get a chance to talk about it. So now we're going to talk about it. So now you guys get to hear all our opinions on the Nintendo Direct. That's uh, right. We're not going to go over it like we usually do. Um, but we're all just going to get a few minutes to talk about what we liked, what we didn't like. If you want to review it, I don't care. Just tell me your thoughts on the, on the Direct. If you only want to talk about the positives, go ahead. If you only want to talk about the negatives... Go ahead. Uh, so, what what do you guys think about the direct? Who wants to go first? Um, I I will talk about it a little bit first. Just some general stuff. Uh, so so are we going to like specifics later, or is it just kind of like a general vibe for now? Oh, do, go into you everything you want to say about it. Now's your chance. Everything I want to say about it. everything oh. you want to say. Okay, so well. I can go after you and disagree with all of it. Cool. <laughs> we love it. We love it. No. Um. As far as Nintendo Directs go, there was so you know you know, you know what the joke was about how last Direct was the farming Direct. Yes. <laughs> this direct this Direct felt like the mystery Direct where there was a there was a good amount of games that were just kind of like focused on like mystery. So you had you had Deca Police, which is like the new game from Level Five, which I think looks pretty exciting. Um, Come on, go- the racist cop. <laughs> the racist cop. Okay, we're name? not for, we're not for sure that we the don't power know that for sure. Powerful profiling. Okay, powerful we have to profiling look, we have to might look back be at the trailer. It's possible. There's a black character, and powerful profiling might be one of the one of the moves that the non-black character does. What was the name and of the I'm game? Betting, Deca police. Deca police. And I'm yeah. betting that they do it to the black guy. Sorry, Brandon. Go ahead. Yeah, there's that. Looks there's, great. Um, Ghost Trick Phantom Detective, which is like a cult classic DS game, is getting a Switch port. That is done by the same guy that Shutakumi who does like the Ace Attorney series and I've heard nothing but good things about it so that is one I definitely want to give a try um, Professor Layton is coming back I have not played any Layton games except for the crossover they did with Ace Attorney on the 3DS and I like the Layton gameplay so it's a series I'd like to get into at some point but uh, and there was another trailer for that one game there it is Master Detective Archive Rainco so yeah <laughs> so there's like four mystery games in this thing and I, I'm a, I'm a sucker for these kind of like mystery games, so I, for sure, for sure, I'm getting Master Detective Rain Code and uh, Ghost Trick. The other two is gonna be well, first of all, it's no time soon because I'm way behind in that series. Deca Police, I'm gonna just you know keep an eye on it, see how it turns out. But uh, yeah, just go just uh, just a little quick rundown or anything. Pikmin Four, I'm so behind on Pikmin, but I do like the games that I have played, so. It's not it's not a day one for me just because I'm so behind, but it's a it's a game. It looks cute. It's a game I want to give a try to at some point. Uh, let's see. I'm skipping down a few of these. Um, Splatoon three. So interestingly enough, as of this um, recording, they were saying, "Hey, wave one of the expansion to going to Inkopolis coming this spring." And then literally today, like this morning, they said, "Oh, by the way, it's actually coming out on uh, February 28th." I'm like, "Bitch, what? <laughs> That's not spring." Like, Warner's not even done yet. So it's like, I mean, cool. Like two waves of DLC or something coming out, though? Correct. The expansion pack for Splatoon 3 is, has, two, has two waves of DLC. So for those that didn't see, like, the first expansion 
is basically you get to go on the rails to go back to Inkopolis, which is the uh, city from Splatoon 1. And basically you get to interact with those shops, see how the town has changed. If you go during Splatfest, you can see Callie and Marie perform if you're nostalgic for that stuff. Why it's not bring back the back girl? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's up with that. I, I wish that you could also go back to um whatever the squad this uh plaza was for Splatoon two, so you can also see some Pearl and Marina too. But I get don't listen to me. <laughs> no, but 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 for real though, I love Pearl and Marina, and I'm just like, yo, where are they at though? Probably in the probably in that DLC. Which, by the way, good segue. Wave two of the DLC is um <laughs> is supposed you to be did it great. On... That was great. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you set it up and I just kept it going. So, you know, credit for That's why we're close. Absolutely. Yeah, so the second wave of the DLC is called Side Order, and it's basically the next single-player content. If it's anything like Octo Expansion for Splatoon 2, that shit's probably going to be hard as hell. Um, for contest, I still have not finished Octo Expansion because that shit is actually really hard. Um, I'd like to at some, at one day, but it's very difficult. <laughs> but uh, it looks like it's based on, like, the whole... Or- so, for those who don't know, the final Splatfest of Splatoon 2 was, like, between Chaos and Order. Chaos won that Splatfest, so the whole vibe of, like, the Splatville of Splatoon 3 is meant to be, like, this, like, Badlands, Mad Max vibes or whatever, like, it was Chaos or whatever. But this DLC seems to be going in the other do- direction, where, like, everything is all white and, like, eerie and stuff like that. It's, it's like, going on, like, the full Order thing. We got some, we got some Shin Megami Tensei in our Splatoon, I guess, with the whole Chaos and Order nonsense. But that's what the second wave is on. Uh, skipping a few other stuff. Engage- wait, wait. Before you move on to Sp- from Splatoon. Yes, please. What's up? I want to apologize because I've been laughing, but I've only been laughing because what the fuck is Mad Max Octolings? Like, Squid, what are you talking... Everything <laughs> that you said to me made no sense. Like, I have played Splatoon, and the more I hear about this game... The more confused I am about what the fuck is going on. Like, I don't understand the enticing aspect of the DLC of Inkopolis because I saw on Twitter, and I don't know how true this is, but I saw someone on Twitter talking about how they're not going to pay to go into an empty city because that makes no fucking sense. And I was like, well, that all that really doesn't make any sense. So I hope that's not what the fuck is going on with this DLC. And I so, remember yeah, that while this showed off, I can't remember who said um, what. I think the announcer was like, uh, we're preparing something for Splatoon. I don't know what the exact statement was. Um, and my statement was something to the effect of the same shit they've been doing for the past seven years, uh, or however many years Splatoon has been out. And I still stand by that. So, Brandon, please explain to me, as someone who really likes Splatoon, what is the, like, what's the draw there? Because I've played it, and I only have fun when I'm playing with friends. I've had zero interest in doing any single-player stuff. I've had zero interest in going back, and I I buy the game every fucking year because I'm a, I'm a pleb dweeb i don't know the terminology that kids use these days uh i'm whatever that is and i just like go and buy this game and i just am not enjoying it what is the enticing aspect like what brings you back to splatoon 3 which i still think is exactly like splatoon 1 with adjustments so for me like i'm I'm gonna go ahead and agree with you that like splatoon is best with friends it's definitely that like there's some people who can just like 
go online and just spend hours upon <clears throat> hours just going into turf wars or the ranked modes and just have a blast by doing by themselves. I really can't do that except if it's Splatfest because then there's at least some different stuff going on than the than the norm. But otherwise, I don't play Splatoon solo. At least not the multiplayer mode solo. Now the single player modes, in my in my estimation, and you may not feel this way because um, to to me the Splatoon story modes since the first game on Wii U, and to me have felt like almost like Mario levels, but with the Splatoon mechanics built in. Like they're very much like these three D. Made le- three ma- made levels where you're just kind of doing platforming while also doing some shooting, going through enemies. And for someone that likes the Mario series, I, that's a very appealing thing for me. And I also will attest to the fact that Splatoon storylines have actually been surprisingly good, despite the fact that the world itself is very laid back and carefree. Like they, they actually have some fun twists, deep lore if you want it. You don't need to go that that deep, but if you if you do want it, there's some stuff to learn. And Splatoon three um, goes even deeper into that like it's it's again for those who really care about the story they've advertised the storyline of splatoon 3 as kind of like the big finale of the splatoon trilogy and there's some there is some stuff that you learn as you as you go further into the into the game so from a single player standpoint uh it definitely feels a lot different if we're talking about the multiplayer aspects by itself base splatoon 3 has felt very similar to splatoon 2 but through updates i feel like it has been evolving mainly with, like, the new weapons and the new weapon types that have been coming along with it and some of, like, the new modes. Now, as far as this DLC, though, uh, the Inkopolis DLC, the what we'll go back to the City of Splatoon 1, mm-hmm. as someone that has been with the series since the beginning, there's appeal to there for me because it is cool that you'll be able to go back to the city, which, is, which for all intents and purposes, is not really accessible because, you know... Splatoon 1 is on a completely different system. So a lot of people just wouldn't have access to that. So I can also see the appeal for a new person that, you know, maybe they got a Nintendo Switch and they started with Splatoon 2 and never saw Inkopolis and now they have the ability to go there. Now, the question is that unfortunately they have not answered, what can you really do there besides explore? It's like a different it's like a different hub, right? So mm-hmm. what what's there more to do than the hub? Like, I don't know if there's like more stages that is coming with that, like from Splatoon 1 or 2. Like, that's Unfortunately, there's way too many question marks in that first wave of DLC. Now, wave two How also has some question marks. Was that? How much is the DLC? Great question, because I haven't bought it yet. They also didn't say that in the direct, which is also like, mm, I don't know about that one. <laughs> for anyone listening, Gabe just made a face because he doesn't want to pay for it. Grayson's uh, also on chess saying, as dedicated no, to player. I the game. You know, Ga- Grayson is saying, as a dedicated Splatoon player, I just supported the first half of the DLC. And that's kind of where I'm at. What? As a, what? As a As dedicated a Splatoon, Splatoon player, player, he was disappointed the first half of the DLC. In other words, what I'm talking about, Inkopolis. And oh, see, Grayson also thinks Inkopolis is going to be empty. This 25 bucks. Is 25 for both of them? I think Octo Expansion was like... Expansion like, Pass, it just says 25 bucks. Interesting. Because I think if I remember correctly, the Octo Expansion, when it came out Splatoon 2, was like 20 bucks. So, if... Ask Grayson if he wants to join us. Hey, Grace, you want to join? You want to join this call? You want to be on the podcast? <laughs> you're already here. No. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be on this podcast, you, you can totally join. If you want to just stay on chat, that's fine too. But yeah, continue what I was saying. Now, the Wave Two DLC is um, they've kept that vague, and I think they should since that's far away. But I think that's single player content, so at this point, it's probably too premature to know that some of the stuff. Anyways, I think the main thing was the Wave One, which again, I don't think they. He's about to cook for his man. So that's fine, Grayson. Hang out with us on chat. Oh it's my all god, good. that's so sweet. Gra- Grayson be uh, uh, cook for me. Quick, quick aside. Grayson be posting these uh, on on his on his socials. These these crazy dishes that he makes 
and they look amazing. And every time I see them, I just want to just like take a travel to where he lives and just eat. <laughs> Honestly, I'm gonna say something about what Grayson posts, but we're live. So, I think I've said all my, my pieces of Splatoon for the time being. Unless there's any more questions, I'm so sorry because I just made you talk about Splatoon for far too long. I'm, <laughs> I apologize. I just wanted to know why people care. I don't know. And I just... guess because they want to, I guess the answer is if you're interested in seeing what Splatoon 1 was all about or if you are there for nostalgia. And a lot That's of people it, love yeah. this correct because nostalgia, so it makes sense. All you old people. There was a lot of nostalgia. Oh, and oh, I will have, I have some stuff to say about that soon. But like, yeah, uh, moving right along, uh, you know, I'm still playing Fire Emblem Engage. The DLC dropped for that on the same day. The, um, oh, I'm going to echo what Grayson just said on chat. He said that should be a free update. I think the Inkopolis one should be free. Not, not a paid DLC. I think that part should be free. Now, the single-player content, it depends on how much they add, but I, if, if it's anything like the Splatoon 2 single-player content, that's that's like a whole extra campaign, so I think it was worth the price. But anyway, we're done with Splatoon. <laughs> I don't want to keep saying all this. I uh, think the whole thing should be free because I paid $60 for that game, and that's worth 40 because it's just an upgrade, so you should give me all the DLC for free. Anyways. I'm just hating. <laughs> so... Fire Emblem Engage, I'm still playing that DLC. Wave 2 of the DLC just dropped, which adds Hector, Soren, and Camilla. I've already done all the paralogs to get those characters, because I am using them in my current playthrough. They are... That's the, cheating. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, yeah I, I'm pay, I pay to win. Yeah, we're... Yeah. we're yeah. Literally, <laughs> oh my god. For, it literally is pay to win. Like, that's not even a joke. This DLC is 100% pay to win. Because if you have played this game and played with the DLC, it is, like, if you're past chapter 10, it is 100% pay to win. That's crazy. I never thought of it that way. That's amazing. Yeah, I like them though. I don't care. <laughs> Hector Hector is just like a great tank for those who who, who want to play a little more defensively. Camilla will just let you like make any unit a flying unit. Camilla is actually the worst. Uh, I no. I've been making. I, I, I've, been making I've, I've been making. I've been making good use of her. I don't. I disagree. He's the worst of the three. Soren to and Chrissy will hate me for saying this, but Soren I think is just like a worse version of Celica. But I don't have Celica right now, so there and, you go. Soren. And Camilla is literally a worse version of Corin. Like what, bro? Ex no, like, she's a better version of Corin. The hell? Okay, whatever. <laughs> Katie's got you like confused. The flying got me. The hell? <laughs> you can fly with anyone. Anyway, so Fire Emblem Games Wave Three is gonna have Robin and Crom and Veronica from Heroes. Looking forward to that. And Wave Four is gonna have the new story content. That's what I'm really excited for because I want to see what the new story content they add to. Anyway, Octopath Traveler Two. Let Let me just say real quick, we got some demos, like three demos dropped in this direct. Octopath Traveler Two, Sea of Stars, um, Kirby Return to Dreamland Deluxe. Yeah, I think those are the three demos. Um, I haven't gotten to Octopath yet, but I have played. The, I played the. I played the Kirby demo with my nephew. It looks beautiful. The mini, the new mini games added are a lot of fun, and I played the Sea of Stars demo. And let me just say this: Sea of Stars became like a curiosity. But after playing that demo, it may very well be a day one for me now. I really enjoyed that demo, and it's not long either. It's like, it's like an hour. And and you know me, I'm notoriously slow when it comes to RPGs. I still finish that demo with an hour, so I think I think it's worth a try if you're on the fence about it. Um, I was having like. Because I have so there. many issues, but I have so many issues with all these things. But it's not my turn. <laughs> okay, while you're while you're looking up whatever you're looking up. No, no, no. I I I, 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 I know what to go next. I'm just pause because you have some stuff to say. Let's let's hear. 
Sea of Stars has so many issues. Okay, I will preface this by saying I watched my boyfriend play the the the, the demo. I did not play it because I was working. However, the biggest complaint that I have was uh, with that demo is I, first of all, I really hope that they're doing a survey to take uh, to take uh, player feedback because there are some. V- glaring issues one of them being you can't fucking move fast you have to walk yes every agreed fucking thing. agreed like, they're, they're, as i watched him play i was like you finna keep playing this because like i i have no interest in like playing that myself and it sucks because this is such a game that uh, such a developer um and a game that's been so hyped it shouldn't have the basic issues that it currently has like it, it, it and i'm i'm happy that you liked it and i'm happy that you had a good time with it it looks really fun, um, but even even a lot of things aren't explained in that demo. Like there are a lot of things you just that are just like trial and error. Figure out what these little balls are when you hit an enemy. How do they work? Like a lot of it is just like we threw together this piece and put it out there. Uh, you can play it now right after the direct. Good luck. And I don't like that at all. So here's a, I'm going to here's what basically. So there's a tutorial in the game, but here's the yeah. thing. It's it's not it's not introduced to you organically like you have to just kind of go into the menu to look it up and i feel i i feel like that's something that they'll fix in like the full game i think they only did it that way because it is like a a vertical slice so you have the option of like just looking it up if you really want to know everything or just figuring it out on your yourself if Uh you want to but uh i guess we'll see in the full game but that that person in bombing but yeah no a run we need a run uh, I definitely like, felt that I was as like, I was progressing. Really? You really have to walk through the village, like the town, super slow the entire time. This has to be a joke, and like it's not. Like you, lit- I will not play that game. If if the actual game is like that, I promise you, I will not play it. Octopath lets you fucking run. Yeah, but Octo- but, that, but that original, but that original Octopath demo had some issues too that they ironed out. And so they fixed it. Yeah, and they'll fix this too. So I'm not, I'm, I'm really not worried personally. But or I guess will they? Exactly. Bum, bum, bum. Will they? This get this will developer they? has pedigree with the with the messenger. I have no Which doubt that. Which is why it shouldn't be an issue already. It's a different genre. What do you mean? Okay, but you've made a game before. Like it's not like what studio made this game? Uh, it's called Sabotage. They're the guys that made the uh, messenger. They're sabotaging their own game. Yeah. That wasn't planned. It just it popped into my head. I actually didn't know who the developer was. I just I just sound like a hater, so I'm gonna shut up. Anyways, yeah, that's the demos that released. <laughs> um, anyway, the fuck up. Advanced Wars really? One and Two finally got finally got a new release Yay! date. So I'm very happy about that. I will be playing that a lot. I have here. I made a promise on Twitter that if this game got a new release date on the direct, that I would buy the outfit for a character from Adventures called Grit. It is in this big Amazon package now. It came yesterday. So... Making these promises on Twitter, Brent. Listen. What I, I, listen, it, 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 I probably would have done it anyway, if I'm being Okay, fine. <laughs> what a random ass. I, I am... I, I, like, I'm not one of those people that, like... You know those dumb people on Twitter be like, man, if this actually gets an Android, I'll eat, like a, like, a log or some shit like that. Stuff that they don't think will ever happen, and then it does, and then they're like, yeah, what's up with that log? You gonna eat that? It's just like, I'm not that kind of person. So, really, it was just something that I was already gonna do, and I framed it as I was like, listen, if you know, I'll do, I'll do this. There you go. Okay. That's, that's I can accept that. That's that's really all it was, to be for, to be perfectly transparent. That being said, if they didn't announce a day for that, my hype would probably would have evaporated, and maybe I wouldn't have done it. So, who knows? Who knows what would have happened? I'm just glad they got that announcement. 
If like, one person follows me on Twitter, I will buy the collector's edition of Octopath Traveler 2. You heard it here first, people. You heard it here first. One one new follower. Do you have a time limit for this new follower? Or Game is going to go unfollow me right now. <laughs> and follow back. I mean, it's one of those things where I'm going to buy it anyway. So it doesn't matter. Yep, yep. So speaking of stuff that also shadow dropped on that day, um, Metroid Prime Remastered also shadow dropped. And therefore, uh, it didn't shadow drop that day. I'm sorry. That When I said speaking of, I was referring to the demos that also shadow dropped. Uh, okay. But like... Yeah, remastered Shadow Drop. If you're getting a digital, uh, I want to get the physical. So for me, it's not coming out until February 22nd, which is next week. But uh, I've heard nothing but good things about the remaster of Metroid Prime. <laughs> I, I, for context, I have played the original on GameCube and adored it. And Metroid re- Prime. Yes, Metroid Prime. And I also replayed it when it came out on Wii via the Metroid Prime trilogy and enjoyed it there. And I'm about to play this game a third time because tr- Prime One is is amazing. Um, yeah, I don't have any more to say about that. When it comes out, I will play it. It's thankfully not a very long game, so I can sandwich a quick playthrough in between all these other games I'm going through. Ah. But yeah, you know what else came out that day? Game Boy and Game Boy Advance to the NSO. So if you are a regular NSO subscriber, you now have Game Boy games to play along with your uh, NES and Super Nintendo games. And if you're a Expansion Pass member, then uh, Game Boy Advance games have been added. And I think the lineup of launch games, I think, I think does a good job of like demonstrating like what each platform is kind of about. You have like these quick games like Tetris, which you can just do a quick few sessions and be done with it. Kirby Dreamland, which is just a straight up quick platforming game. You have you have Alone in the Dark, the new nightmare, which is just straight up like an exploration type game that will take up a lot of time. You have a Zelda game, that's great. Um, yeah, no, just a just a good amount of variety, both on the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance side. Looking forward to giving those a try. I have not played any of those yet because uh, at some point, does HP Criticals doesn't hold up a return, and uh, I want some fresh takes on those on the Switch. All I've really done is like test the filters on both of them to see how they go, and I could not imagine playing those games on like the the like the smaller screen that you can do on the Switch because the Switch, uh, as it is. The, ga- the size of the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games will not take up the whole size of your Switch, which is a good thing because if it stretched out too much, the resolution looks awful. But you can make it even you can make it even smaller. You can make it like as if the screen was on a Game Boy or on a Game Boy Advance screen, and it is so small. But I, you know, whatever. If the purists really want it, it's the, that option is there for them with all those filters. I really don't mess with those filters. I just want to play the games, man. Like I, even as someone that played the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance. I don't have this nostalgia that I need to play it in the exact way I did when I was little Timmy or little Brandon in this case. Like I, I just, I just want, I just want, I just want to, I just want to play the games, man. That's that's all that matters to me, really. Um, we have to, we have to mention this for Marissa's sake. Baton Kaitos wanted to remaster got announced. That was literally her dream announcement for that game to come back, and now they're releasing both one and two in a remaster on Switch. Uh, between her and a good friend of mine named Oscar Drell, you've spoken to him when I Splatoon stream. Um, between those two, I have heard nothing but good things about that game, and so I am eager to give it a try when it eventually relaunches on Switch. So that'll be cool. Uh, Fantasy Life! Yay! Fantasy Life! No one, no one else seems to care about Fantasy Life, but that's another game that me and Oscar played a lot back when the original one was on 3DS. It is a lot of fun. Hopefully, we're, we're f- crossing our fingers that it has multiplayer, just like the first one did, because that is that is a lot of that game is a lot of fun. It is a fantasy life, you might say. <laughs> anyway, 
Uh, Mario Kart. I'm happy that the, one of the new course they showed is a new course. An actual new course and not just like a course from the past. The Yoshi's Island course legitimately looks really good. And hey, Birdo's getting out of his character. And it's not even Birdo that I'm necessarily excited about. She's cool and whatever. But it's the fact that characters are getting added to these to these uh, waves now and not just courses. So that opens up a lot of possibilities. I feel like Birdo is not going to be the only character added for this particular wave. I could be wrong. I guess we'll see. But uh, I'm looking now. I'm excited to see what the other courses of this wave is going to end up being because uh, I like Yoshi's Island. I like it a lot. Tales of Phonia. Yeah, I guess the last thing is, is Tears of the Kingdom. I feel like I should probably wait from this though because I feel like me and Gabe can like go back and forth from this and Jarrell as well. Like all of us can like just like talk about it. So I'm just gonna leave it there for now, and I'll come back to that later. You're muted. No, now you're muted. Now that was weird. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, we can hear you, you now. Okay, because I was not muted. That was so strange. I was looking up the release date of Mario Kart Eight. It came out in 2014. Yeah, it did. Oh, are we going back to this again? Or like, <laughs> yes, it's time to shoot the horse in the head. Thank Die you. Already, it's almost 10 years old, and they're like, "Oh, we're just gonna throw in Birdo." First so, of all, so we are doing this Birdo again. All right, here, continue. Like, Yes, yes, we are. Because why yeah, was no, no. Birdo not in like? Because we're in wave four, and we talk about this every single time. Like wave because one, yeah, I'm excited. Why? why are they doing this? Wave two, why are they doing this? Wave three, why are they? Doing this? We're in wave four now. Like, are we not done my, with this yet? Like, my problem with it is that like, if you're gonna continue to tell people that you're not gonna move on from the switch from now on, that just means we have to wait. We God knows how many years to get the new entries in these series because they're not going to release a Mario Kart Nine at the end of the Switch lifeline. It just no. it wouldn't make any it, sense. It, it, I think at this point it's a launch title for the whatever the next system is. Exactly. So like my thing is you're gonna have you're gonna continue to make us play Mario Kart Eight simply make because I, we don't have another Mario Kart on the Switch. Nothing they won't else. give us. They won't give us a remake. A remake of Double Dash. They won't add anything else. They just keep giving us Mario Kart 8 stuff. I'm like, cool. The game did really good for you. It brought you a lot of money. Move on. Like, like this is the, this is the same problem a lot of people have with Skyrim. Stop bringing that game back from the dead. Let it die. Let it stay where it is. There's no reason to keep pushing something that's old. Like, I, I know I sound really mean right now, but like Mario Kart 8, it should have just been... The base game, we got the deluxe version, and then within a year or two of the deluxe version coming to the Switch, it should have been boom, 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 here's your DLCs of the new content, and then just tell up up front, Mario Kart 9 is not going to come until the next generation. Nintendo is not up front about this yeah. stuff. I completely agree with that. That's not a front because we they didn't they they literally have not said Mario Kart Nine is not coming to Switch. That's what and I'm everyone, saying. They're not up front. They're not going to tell you that Mario and, Kart Nine is not coming out. That's the, the thing, next. though. They, when it came when it came to the Wii U, they're like, "Yeah, we're going to kill this machine really soon." Everything that you've been waiting for, <laughs> they didn't even say that. Yes, they did. No, they 100. Yes, they 100 said we're moving on from the Wii U, and they said it confidently as after they said the Wii U was done. No, they said it towards the end of the Wii U lifeline. Like, hey, we're done with this machine. We're sorry, you're gonna have to wait a little bit on other projects to come out. They said that full chest in front of everybody. Nah, they're where, milking the where, shit out of Mario Kart. Where do they? Where do they say? This? Yeah. So where do they tell? Where do they tell the people that? My issue right is now. exactly what Gabe said. This is the 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 most ridiculous ten year milking life cycle of a game that I have ever experienced. 
And people are, people love Mario Kart, so you guys are just going to accept a new character and a new stage and be like, oh my god, this is awesome. How Correct. much is this DLC? I'm paying nothing for it because I'm part of the expansion pack. That's not true. You're so that's 75 bucks for you. So it's literally 50, it's 75 bucks $50 a year. a year by yourself to access uh, what's coming out. I mean, yes, it's free. Sure, uh, sure, we can say that it's free, but you still have to pa- you still have to pay for the expansion pass. If you do not pay for the expansion pass, how much do you have to pay for this content? I think it's twenty per 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 wave. All six, all six are twenty bucks. I believe so. Why can't we move on? I just don't understand. I just don't understand why it's 10 years later and and they're like, oh, Birdo's coming. Like, the answer, the answer is wow. the same. <laughs> the, answer, the, the answer to that question is the same that I gave when we had this discussion for all three, three previous waves. It's because Mario Kart 8 continues to sell on the Switch and they're what not planning on doing the next Mario Kart. Sell. They literally yes. bundle it so everybody has it. It's so not people, like people buy it. going out to buy Mario Kart 8. Like, they're literally getting it for free. Yeah, we've, um, had this, we've had the same Black Friday deal for Nintendo Switch for the past With Mario Kart 8 bundled yes, in Mario And people Kart buy it and people play Switch. it. Like the, like, the numbers don't lie on that. Okay, what are the <clears> Mario Kart 8 sales for 2022? For 2022? Yep. You want me to give you exact? All right, let me find, look at it for you. Yes, yes. Because I want to see who's buying this. And, and then I'm going to yell at them for buying a 10-year-old game. And, and, and making it feel like it's fucking brand new it, it just it it bothers me personally 52 million you have a... yes hmm? 52, 52 million is, is, is the number according to this of just last year it passed total as of 2022 yeah of course it would it's 10 years old and everybody has it i'm not surprised that it has more than 50 million copies sold I would like to see how many they sold in the last year with the DLC. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm trying to find out. <laughs> it's also $25, not 20 Okay. Five. Like I said, I had no idea. I was just like, yeah. I hate when people like do the reports on sales and then they don't give you like that's what i'm looking for too yeah this is, yeah it's like it, it doesn't matter i just i just feel like it is now time to stop milking this 10 year old game from from the wii u okay and we, like, and we can t- and we can talk about that when wave six is out because they already pre- pledged six waves it just seems like we're beating a dead horse again and again again Brandon's like, shut the fuck up. Okay, well, yeah, I am saying shut the fuck is, up. Like... My other problem is they're trying to make it seem like it's brand new by throwing Birdo in there. Okay, so y'all and Yoshi's like, Island added another. Why aren't you working on new things? Like, who is why this? Is so new things. People? It is a new course. They did not remaster course. Why Yoshi's aren't you Island working on new, new games? And they are. We're like, cooking for why the next are you system. Finding people to do this ten-year-old game shit, Nintendo. I don't because care. we love it. Old Mario Kart game. Just use Mario Kart Double Dash. Like literally, the Switch Thank is you. made for that. You oh, you mean the second best Mario Kart game? It. Okay. Yeah, I'm uh, going what? there. If we're going there, we're going there. <laughs> What does that have to do with anything? I'm just saying, if you're gonna keep pushing old stuff, just put a new old stuff. I could like, go for I could go for a double dash remaster. Like I do. Like we could all dash. go for a double dash remaster as long as it's not Mario Kart Eight. Thank like, you, thank you. I, I, I'm happy. I'm happy for people who can still play Mario Kart Eight. I was done with long. it on the. I was done with it on the Wii U, and now I can't seem to ever get away from it because it. It you also have never played. With, you, you also have never played with me, which makes me sad. 
I literally have played with you. No, that's true. Yeah, you have. It was like in the first like, year, though. We, the game has been out 10 years almost. We have played together before. Like, Once. Like, no, that should tell you how much I care about this game. I, I, all I'm saying is I have, I have invited, I have invited like, both of you to every like, single wave launch stream, and none of you have turned it. Because that game has I been deleted off my library for years. Okay. I played it on the Wii U. Now I only play it when my cousin, my nieces and nephews and my cousins come over. I don't want to race these same tracks. Oh, wow, they added new tracks from old games. I don't want to play them either because I don't want to play this game no more. Give me a new Mario Kart. Uh, could, if we were playing the same Pokemon game from nine years ago and they just keep giving us new DLC, they're like, oh, we're just going to add new Pokemon in it. Oh, here's a new area. Oh, here's a new area. Would you have the same feeling? Yes. I don't think so. I feel like if you it's would new, like, if it's If it's, it's new fun. areas, then yes. If it's new, just, if all they did was just add Pokemon, then, I, then I'd be like, yeah, when's the next one? But if I'm, if I have somewhere, something to do, so, I don't care. So think about the amount of innovation that has happened in Pokemon in the last nine years and the amount of games that have come out in the last nine years. And then look at the same Wii U title uh, that's been out for the last nine years and what could have been with Mario Kart. Instead, you got Birdo in a new stage. I hope you're happy. I am. Which apparently you are. I so am. that's I'm fine. <laughs> It, it, Why did like, you say Birdo like a slur? <laughs> I, I, listen, Birdo's great. Birdo's great. Um, but like, if you could play as Link, why would you play as Birdo? Like, if you could play as yourself, why would you play as Birdo? I know people love Birdo, and I'm not here to talk shit about Birdo. Birdo Birdo's great. I just, I just, I'll just refer to my Pokemon, my Pokemon um, comparison. Like, in the last nine years, what we could have had versus us still having this fake upside down anti-gravity thing and they're just throwing new courses at it. I feel like it's time to move on. And they're not going to, as Brandon said, because we have two more waves. At least it's only $25. Yeah. And I got it. Because um, I'm sorry, I was saying, if you wanted to say something about um, Zelda, go ahead. Do we want to do the Zelda talk now? Because I was going to just transition that to whatever else anyone wants to talk about. I mean, yeah, we can talk about it now. Okay. Um, I'm going to say something. Well, here's the thing. Of course, I'm excited for Tears of the Kingdom. It is a day one. I have said that like on several podcasts now. I even got the collector's edition pre-ordered. I'm excited. Um, I'm going to be honest, though. Aside from the Ganondorf thing in the beginning of the trailer, this tr- and, the, and the vehicles, this trailer just felt like a lot of the other trailers for Tears of the Kingdom, where it just showed like... It's more Breath of the Wild, and here's a few new areas and a few old areas, too. It feels like a very iterative sequel, which is not something that I hate. I don't... Mm, Hold on, hold on, before you keep going. So you're saying that the rest of the trailer felt like you were looking at a game that's already been out for... For nine years? years? Oh, okay, because that's what I was going to say. (laughs) Breath of the Wild? It's been out for nine years? No, it's been out for five, six. (laughs) And thank I w- you, because so, that's exactly what I was so, about to say. So thank you for twisting my words. I said it didn't disappoint me. I'm just saying that this trailer did not do, do a lot, is all I'm saying. Oh. But there's a different thing there as well. Whereas the difference between a game that you know is the same game and a game that you know that is an additional game as well. I'm still excited, though. Solid criticism, but I also agree with the same criticism I had for... for um... Mario Kart 8. No, I think that's a very valid criticism. I, I don't know. Obviously, you guys know much more about Zelda than I do. Clearly, I'm still not done with Breath of the Wild, but I got time. Um, 
and I, I, I know. I gotta get enough hearts to get the sword so I can finish the damn game. You only need 13. Um, okay, I only have like six. My stamina wheel is like super far because I just yeah, run away. That's where you messed run. up. Oh, man. No, it's great. It's wonderful. It's I can a, never it's die. A, it's a hard I can just run. Just run. <laughs> that, it makes more sense to have more stamina than hearts to me based on the way I play. Because I that's, can just that's fair. Away. No, that's fair. Like, you won't get the master, the but that's fair. I don't need the heart. But you need you need the, the well, master sword. Well, technically, that's what I gotta well, get. Well, that's the problem. I mean, if we're if we're if we're if we want to get real technical, you don't even need the master sword to finish this game. Yeah, but I need it. Actually, well, yeah, then... Jarrell Jarrell likes the story, so he needs I the master do. sword. I, I actually he needs the master sword for the cutscene. That's true. But um, anyway, so I watched this and I thought it was fine, and that's me coming as a you know brand new Zelda fan. Uh, brand new uh, Legend of Zelda series fan, rather, even though I've only played like three games. As a brand new fan, I thought the story, I, I thought the trailer was fine. I feel like uh, it showed enough of the old things that I don't even know about to get people excited. I I was asking Gabe uh, in our chat about why the game was, uh, why they, why the developers originally said that the title of the game was going to be a spoiler so that they couldn't uh, originally tell mm. us. And um, the reason I brought that up was because I kept thinking, wow, this trailer, all these trailers are showing so little. Like, they're really keeping everything about this game close to the chest uh, until its release. Yeah. And that makes sense because um, just with Breath of the Wild being the comparison point for open world games since its release and, like, sure. the game, uh, it would make sense that you don't want anything um, ruined. Uh, but I can also see why people would be, like, not excited for this game. Uh, well, not excited by the trailer because the trailer was very much Breath of the Wild. Like, I saw a bigger Breath of the Wild. But that's okay for me. Um, however, I think if you're looking for more, you might just have to wait um, <clears throat> to see what's coming because I really feel like with this game, they've been very, very secretive about what they want to show off. Um, and, and even with like the clips, the very specific clips that they're showing, right? I, I, I made a, a message in our chat about, um, I think it was the Nintendo Facebook, one of the Nintendo Facebooks that had like the image of Zelda and it was like, she's courageous, she's mm -hmm. heroic and uh, she's got, and look what's in her hand. And it was the Sheikah Slate in her hand, right? And I was like, oh, well, this is clearly them showing us that we're going to be able to play as Zelda. Um, and, and like, I, obviously, I don't know if that's going to happen, but those little teases, I think, are fun. Now, I'm hoping... I also mentioned that this is going to be the biggest game file size on the Switch so far of the Switch's, like, entire life. Um, and I'm wondering how it's going to look, because one of the issues with Switch is that you got to make your game look good in handheld mode and on TV. Yeah. Um, you don't have to, but you would want to. Yeah. Um, and that's a really big file size. And one of my biggest complaints about uh, Breath of the Wild was that it looked bad. Um, it looks better now that I've gotten used to it. It's still not by any means Fire Emblem Engage, obviously, because it's older and you're working with different uh, things, different mm -hmm. developers, etc. Um, but this trailer also looks... It doesn't look like they did... It looks better, but it doesn't look like it's five years in development better. But it, it's also, to be fair, a huge freaking game. So I, I, I have no complaints about it. I say all this to say I had no complaints about the trailer. I hope I get to play a Zelda. It looks good to me. 
I want to finish the original so I can jump in. Is it my turn? Yep. Please. I'm going to disagree with everything everyone just said about the trailer. He said, no, except for Jarrell, because Jarrell actually, actually gave it some good pointers. Um, <clears throat> there was a lot yeah. in that trailer. There was a good chunk in that trailer. We got to see brand new enemies instead of modified enemies. Like we, we did, did see Redex, yes. We saw brand new enemies, those weird flying things. Actually kind of gave me the spooks. There was, we finally heard Ganondorf's voice, which yep. I think we can all agree in. was. That was great. Nice. It's probably one of the best white men you can get to play. Ganondorf. Uh, Jarrell's not yeah. too sold on it. We'll, we'll wait a little bit. Okay, I love him, but I was... Uh, it was okay. You'll warm up to it. Um, <laughs> we definitely saw new... I'm not going to say mechanics, but Link was wielding different weapons than he normally was. There was what looked like a fucking cannon sword. Um, a cannon sword? I just Yeah. It, it's towards the beginning when they start showing the gameplay. Okay. Uh, get, I'll, I'll try and screenshot it for you because I, I looked at it and I was like, is that an item or is that a weapon? Because I want them to bring items back. Um, car, which is cool as fuck. Yeah, you saw different... And like a flying helicopter. Shit. Yeah, you saw different know. mobility options. Like, no yeah, offense to the paraglider, but I, I've always wanted something a little more. Um, we definitely see how Link loses his Master Sword Yet again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. that, there's no point in me getting it now. I mean, it helps you with the fight. It helps you with calamity fights, but sure, make your life harder for yourself in that game. Um, damn, there's another part I was going to say. We definitely kind of got more of an inkling of what Tears of the Kingdom could be referring to. Um, Zelda's last line in the trailer was, please lend him your power. Mm -hmm. And for the longest time, a lot of fans of the game have been trying to decide like, oh, you know, is this Link going to the past? Because we do see clips of him in a very, I was going to say Neanderthal, in a very, um, yeah, I don't know why I was going to say Neanderthal. I don't, I can't think of the word I'm trying to think of right now. Ancient? There we go. Yeah, in a very ancient like <laughs> outfit. I don't know what I was gonna say. The info. Uh, in very ancient garbs and stuff. Um, but then there's some of us who really believe that there's gonna be a not like a major time travel section. But for example, like there's a lot of us that believe that Zelda was speaking to the old legends of the old legends, the old heroes, mm-hmm. aka other Links, asking them to lend her power. Or like Jarrell said, Jarrell said it might be that we're going back in time and resurrecting the dad. Did I? Oh no, yeah, because we we're because we we're I was that was when I was asking about um why why do we call her Princess Zelda and not Queen uh, Zelda? Right. Um, I was just talking shit. But which by which by the way, I mean, Gabe, yeah. I want like I I don't know if I it's mentioned it on chat. I, I don't know if I mentioned it on chat after you had said that, but that sent me on a straight up mental rabbit hole where I was, you just, did yeah, I was driving shit. home. I was like, I was oh shit, I'm like, why has she never I'm been like, queen? There's been so many yeah. times the king is just gone. Like I'm driving home, like, oh yeah, you know, prince. I was like, princess better. Oh, cause I heard, I heard the king's theme in my playlist and I was like, why is she still princess? He's dead. Anyway. Um, so Spoiler alert, they do that in Fire Emblem Engage to you. Do what? Oh yeah. He doesn't, well, the divine dragon. No, he becomes the divine. I'm talking about, divine. Divine I'm talking about him. Oh my I'm god! Don't tell me. Don't I, tell I, me the I, queen dies. Is, 
No. Sometimes people no. don't get promoted like they're supposed to when their parents die. In know, other this, games. Is, this is making me think one of the. Okay, anyway, uh, I have to talk to you about that later then. Because if it's the person that dies that I think is dying, I'm going to be very sad. Um, this is why I don't sidetrack, because then I lose all my train of thought. Um, but yeah, so. Um, I guess, because, again, Tears of the Kingdom is still kind of a very loose title to give it. Like, you could, like, at first, when they first announced it, there was like, is it Tears of the Kingdom or Tears of the Kingdom? It, it's Tears. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, there's just so much that you could do with that that it's hard to see how it could spoil it. Um, something that popped in my mind earlier today was we were actually still not 100% sure where in the timeline breath of the wild happens and all of a sudden it kind of dawned on me like what if this is the high rule that's flooded before wind waker brandon know what i'm talking about i do yes so that and like so tears of the kingdom can be like oh you know the land of hyrule is dying and you know zelda said it in the trailer which i think was kind of shitty considering link usually comes to save the day where she was like you won't be able to defeat him by yourself or, or you won't be able to defeat him this time. And it's like, why would you tell him that? Like, this man has been given his life and limb all these years. Huh? You should let him know. Because if you're going to run in here like ah, a dumbass bro. thinking he can do it and die, look, bro, you're not going to be able to do it by yourself. Like, his I'm job you right is now. to protect the princess. That's all he has to do. You can't tell the person protecting you you're going to fail. Because it's like, what am I you're doing with my fail. life then? That's horrible. But, so, there again, there's... There's... there's there's a lot you can take from Tears of the Kingdom. A lot of it is probably going to be wrong. A lot of us probably sound far-fetched. There's a good chance that the game is going to be completely different from what we thought it was going to be in terms of, you know, the the title. Um, but there is a lot in the trailer to dissect. Um, I saw someone on YouTube. They had a freaking 40-minute video dissecting the trailer i couldn't oh, even do man. that to yeah i i didn't watch it because i was like you're gonna give me a head right, those those people always impress me like how much they're able to pick off from just these uh, short trailers i i used to watch yeah. those videos immediately after a trailer i don't do that anymore but like it always impressed me just how much they would get from them like my goodness and i would i just yeah i was like do you not have a real job um they, i mean a lot of those people get paid for that though <laughs> What's That's your overall true. thoughts on the trailer during the direct? I think the trailer was really nice. It gave me a look at gameplay I've been wanting to see. The little weird arrow thing that happened. I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, I know we have another bigger trailer coming because that's this is kind of the way they marketed Breath yeah. of the Wild. Is they gave us the snippets first, and then we had a four minute, a four minute length video um, showing Hyrule. And showing, you know, actual game, like direct gameplay from the game with a little bit of story elements in it. So I know we have one more coming up at least. Um, but I thought it was a really good trailer. I keep watching it. One thing that I generally liked about the trailer is that it solidified the main theme, which I know yes. to other people isn't a big thing, but like to me, the music is always something that makes a game. So we, it's it's the theme that we had in the previous uh, trailer. Mm-hmm. It's just nice to know that that's the main theme for the thing because. Breath of the Wild kind of had very soft music, and but that kind of set the mood for Breath of the Wild. It was telling you what the game was about. So to hear a big brass of instruments just blaring, not blaring, but, you know, making this big, giant, kind of majestic sound for the main theme is very like, yes, we're going to have, like, music, music for this. Mm, that was a really good trailer, maybe. in my opinion. <laughs> the yeah, maybe. Should... Cause, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
But because the first possible, Breath of the yeah. Wild tribe started very quiet, but still though, very <laughs> nice theme. Um, I think my favorite part of the trailer though was Link jumping after Zelda. Yeah, that was great. Reach for my hand, uh, yeah. I'll soar away. Anyways, you ruined it. You ruined it. <laughs> you ruined it. Yeah. I, I I saved it for Jarrell apparently. <laughs> yes, I loved it. It wasn't ruined at all. It was perfect. Um. I will say, the last thing I'll say about this, because uh, I don't have much more to say about this, is that um, I do like the tone of this game more than I think I liked uh, for uh, Breath of the Wild. So I really, it's it's giving me some dark vibes, people going, die. I'm ready yeah, it does give me that, I'm it ready. does give me those vibes. It's, it's definitely going to be a darker game. Um, and that's why I'm more ex I'm excited for it, personally. I, it seems to follow the tradition that a lot of Legend of Zelda games see that if it does get a direct sequel, that sequel usually ends up being pretty dark. Like Majora's, Majora's Mask was that way. Zelda 2, I would argue, was darker than Zelda 1. So it's just a trend that I've noticed. So yeah, I think if, that that will follow suit. Hmm? What are you going to say? If one person follows me on Twitter, I will get the collector's edition of Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> that's, that's now two collector's editions he has promised live on stream, so y'all already know what to do. Um, he already has to buy one. How much is the? How much is the? One forty? One thirty? Uh, one twenty for no. I'm sorry. One thirty for the collector's edition for Tears of the Kingdom. Damn it! Yeah, you messed that up. It's not focusing, but that. All right. Well, go. now I gotta go buy the Tears of the Kingdom collector's edition. His hand has been it forced. Is what it is. My I, 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 I will. Just, I will just uh real quick because I know I had talk, spoke about it before, but just to give. My overall summary of that of the trailer, I think, despite what I said earlier, I think it does a good job of conveying what Tears of the Kingdom is supposed to be. Like, obviously, Gabe was able to get a lot of uh, interesting info from the trailer. Stuff that I missed, for sure. So, that for Zelda fans, they definitely had some stuff that they could pick upon. But also, the fact that it is basically, you know, more of what Breath of the Wild was, but, like, in more areas, more enemies, and stuff like that. I think it does a good job of selling what this game is supposed to be, which is... What the original title was before they gave us the official title was the sequel to Breath of the Wild. I think that's, I mean, that it's right. It was right there. You know, that's what is what the game was always supposed to be. Like, uh, Breath of the Wild was good, so we're, let's go back into that world, play around a little more, see what else we can do with those base mechanics. And let me tell you something right now: Super Mario Galaxy Two is one of my all-time favorite Mario games. But that gameplay is identical to Super Mario Galaxy. All they really did with Galaxy Two was just add new worlds and new power-ups but the gameplay otherwise was just the exact same so a sequel can be just more of what the first one was and still be great in fact there's a very nice comfort in it being just the same thing honestly so i'm looking forward to tears of the kingdom just as much as i had before i do want <clears throat> maybe one more trailer to show exactly like the like the new stuff but like either way i'm excited for it also christy is on chat I think that, Brandon, you just answered my question. Cool. Glad I could answer that. <laughs> because I now understand why you're okay with Splatoon 3 just being upgrades to Splatoon 2. <laughs> and also why you're okay with Mario Kart 8 being Mario Kart 8 with new stuff. It makes sense. And, and it's cool that like that satisfies you. I think that's awesome. And I think it satisfies a lot of people because they just want a better experience for things that they love. And I think that's awesome. Cool. I... I I understand now. Um, don't agree, personally, but I understand. Every, everyone's got different tastes, and that's fair. Yeah, and I, and I think that's totally fine. Yeah, completely. Uh, yeah, I think that's fine. Um, 
So, uh, Gabe, do you want to go next about uh, the direct? Any standouts? For no, you can go next with your negative Nancyness. <laughs> I'll let you go. But the thing I don't really have much to say about the direct. Great. Well, then oh, you should no. just get it all out now. You're absolutely right. Um, I was happy for Metroid fans that they finally got their Metroid Prime remake or yeah. remaster, whatever it is, because it's not a remake. Um, yeah. And they've been asking for that for I, literally since the Switch came out. So you know, good for them. Um, I, I kind of like how it was like just thrown to the direct. There was no previous like, oh, Prime is coming. But it was like, hey, here, like, hey, we're doing this. Shut up. Stop asking us. Um, <laughs> yeah. that does beg the question if they're still working on Prime 4 and when that's going to come out. Man, um, but, at this point, yeah. there, it, it, I, I, it's not no, it's not no that has to still be coming, but I'm seriously just wondering if they're just saving that for the next system at this point. Much like the Mario Kart game that'll eventually well, come We're going to have to wait a couple of years because they're killing their, their, they, they haven't finished milking out Mario Kart 8 yet. Nope. Yep. Um, <laughs> can't wait. Continue. Um, so yeah, happy for the Metroid fans, finally. Glad you finally got that. I'm probably not going to get it for a while because never really played Metroid like that. Um, a lot of small stuff that could have been tweeted. Andrew, I'll say this every direct. It feels bad because, you know, the point of the direct is so they can showcase these games in an environment that people that they know people are going to watch because they're watching it for other stuff. So smart marketing, whatever. Um, yeah. Bad for the Pikmin fans. They got some more, more Pikmin trailer stuff in the beginning i, I didn't mention this way. before but that dog looks adorable continue you guys keep talking about a dog but i don't remember a dog in that trailer so i have to go Where back and I look for that dog. dog looks so bad i think oh he looks adorable God. he is friend shaped oh i am um, I, I, I am a fan of like weird dogs i have this poochie amiibo here for example Dude, that also looks bad it's an amiibo it's an amiibo yeah it's got a it, on his on his tush has got like the amiibo like scanner that you just like. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not on the stomach. No, yeah, it's not on the stomach. And it's on the butt. No, you 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 have Pucci sit down on the uh, wherever the scans and then. Oh, that's okay. great. That's great. Interesting. Um, so yeah, good for Um, <laughs> the the Game Boy announcements would have been better if they put Pokemon in it. Um, <laughs> I, am I wrong? I don't I, care. I, I'm, just, <laughs> like, I'm just saying they're probably going to say that for Pokemon Day. I think that... that like, um, say... and, and probably, but at the same time, with the way they've been treating their online libraries, I don't think they will. I think... Well, there they'll... have been rumors about uh, the the different wording for Pokemon Home and how it no longer says that you can't go backwards. So uh, mm, uh, yeah. there have been rumors that we're going to get them. Yeah, okay. we'll wait on that. Um, I still don't think it's I still worth think it. it sucks. Yeah, I, like... You gave me a couple of good games. We only got six for the Game Boy Advance. Um, but I was just gonna say they're doing the same thing they did with uh, the other the other ones, right? Which is just like yeah. they launch with like six. They're gonna give you a few more randomly because who knows when they're gonna drop them? Yeah, yeah. To be fair though, at least they're not doing what they did with the SNES and the NES, where it's like they dropped a couple and then we had to wait like seven months. For yeah. one, <laughs> so I used to not bottlenecking it like that anymore. But still, I, I feel like the, like the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance libraries are a little, are a little underwhelming. Um, but I already have the subscription, so I get to play them. Um, I will say for the Game Boy Advance one, I don't know how the Game Boy and the Game Boy Color one works. When you're playing, at least when I was playing with the um, Joy Cons disconnected, mm -hmm. I could only play with one. 
and I had to be turned sideways. Very Ooh. uncomfortable. Mm. I don't know if that was a me thing. I haven't heard of anyone else talk about I it. I gotta test that because that's yeah. Test it out for me, please, because I did it. And I was like, if this is how I have to play this with Joy Cons, I'm just gonna use my Pro Controller because did yeah, not like that. That's um because I, I I do have to test that legitimately because when I play my Switch at work, I like set it on the table and then desktop mode and then take the Joy Cons out and just play it like this. So that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Like I know yeah, some people, I know some people play. prefer to just like have, do handheld. Like yeah. I do that if I'm like sitting down or like laying down. But if I'm like if I'm like in a sitting upright, I prefer to do it that way. So yeah. shit, I might give you a live review right on the podcast. Hold on, continue talking. I do want to bring something. I was gonna bring this up when I was talking about the direct, um, but you brought it up first, Gabe, and I'll just mention it really quickly. That is one of my biggest problems with playing older games on the Switch. A lot of these games, at least the ones that I've experienced from playing like N64 and uh, NES stuff, they aren't optimized for the Switch. Uh, specifically, like, yeah, I was trying to play Majora's Mask because I had never played it. And then it was like, move the C-stick. And I was like, bitch, I ain't got no C-stick. Like, what is the yeah. C-stick? And like, Amy, I, I, I was so frustrated because there's also no like one-to-one in the game for what that was supposed to be Mm -hmm. uh and it really ruined the experience for me and i was like what's the point of putting these games on here and i figured out how to do it now um i don't remember because i turned it off but i figured out how to do it now but what's the point of putting these games on here if they're not going to be optimized properly i know it's not going to be an issue for like game boy advance games or um or game boy games but you know Mm -hmm. like what gabe mentioned i shouldn't have to go pay 70 dollars for a pro controller to make this $80 family plan or $50 singular plan service work since it's being advertised as something that I'm paying for. And that is a big issue that I have with some of the older games on coming to uh, the Switch. And and that's my other thing too. Some of those games have had their 3D or or their Wii U remasters. And my thing is like, I understand you're doing this because it's it's your digital um, library. And it's for you know the old games the way they used to be played. But like if you're gonna do that and if you're not gonna optimize the controllers, I would really rather have just the port like the 3DS ports of o- o- Ocarina of Time and of Majora's Mask would have done great on the Switch because the C stick thing they made the games for the 3DS so you could use the, the C stick. You didn't have to press I think you have to press um R the the back button R and then that turns the X, Y, B, A um, buttons into the C stick on mm-hmm. on the on on what would have been the uh, Nintendo 64 controllers. Like, I think when, like, that was my problem with the library. Like, people were like, oh, you finally got your Zelda games on. I was like, that's cool, but, like, you can't bring me these old games. You can't le- legally bring me these old games and then not give me the best version you could have given me. Like... And then charge Again. me for And then charge me, yeah, to, to play it. Like how much is the the Nintendo 64 60 bucks. controller? That's what I that, that's, a, that's, that's a, what that's, I mean. That's, that's the cost be. of one of these. Like yep. I should no, not be those are, 70. are they really? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, to be fair, still within a ten dollar range. <laughs> I should not be paying something that's within yes. a ten dollar range of a new generation console controller for 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 an n64 wireless controller which from i've heard gives latency to the game because it's wireless like mm. 
I don't like to bag on things I love, like Zelda games and finally having a library of digital old games we could play without Nintendo being like, why are you downloading it on your iPhone? It shouldn't be there. Um, but like, I feel like there's, there's always better options and Nintendo gets a little lazy sometimes. So that's why I'm always going to go against the libraries that are added. I don't mean to sound like a bitch, but... So, so, so when you have when you give us when you give us better options, you should stick to those better options. Like, I think it's fair criticism. Yeah. So um, I, so I do want to give a quick follow up real quick because while you guys were talking, I was testing it out here on my Switch, and um, the game initially what what happened to you did happen to me where I put it on and it just like switched to one Joy-Con, but then I went to the home menu and then switched it to like you know have the controller set up there too, and then now it's I don't know why by default it goes to have being one Joy-Con, but you can fix that okay that's a long fix to play just play the damn game but, <laughs> <It really is. laughs> but i'm glad you figured out because i really i really wouldn't have figured it out myself so i'm glad you did that so i can play it like yeah that i just went to the just went to it, the change controller feature on the home menu yeah but i mean it makes sense to have it like that because you know the game boy was yeah i guess they figured that one thing but yeah like, but i don't want to do it like that but nintendo just does whatever nintendo wants sometimes nintendo um in regards to the rest of the direct uh, I talked about Metroid. We talked about Zelda, Pikmin, games that could have been tweets. I feel like there's something I'm missing. Oh, I poked fun at the Fantasy Life game because it literally looked like Animal Crossing got an update. Um, but I was just making fun of Animal Crossing fans because, haha, you don't have an update anymore for your game. Yeah. <laughs> um, I... Well, actually, I, I wanted to ask you both real quick. Like, I, I did an awful job of explaining Fantasy Life earlier, but have you guys, either of you, ever heard of it at all? Like, that series? Actually, no. That was my first time. Okay, so I, I, I won't keep it uh, long. Basically, it, there is a, there is a lot of Animal Crossing to it because there's a life sim game, but there's also RPG elements. Basically, you pick a job, and that will kind of like dictate like what kind of like stuff you do. If you're like a warrior, you're basically playing like an RPG light adventure. If you're like a cook, you're um, going out and, and gathering herbs and like doing like cooking mini games. If you're a blacksmith, you're making weapons for people. Like so, your your game your gameplay your day to day gameplay is going to be dependent on the job that you choose, and you can change jobs. So if you wanted to do some blacksmithing, some fi- be a fisherman, be a cook, or whatever. You can mix and match those. My, I have a, my friend Oscar, he did everything. <laughs> like, he picked his favorite ones first and then just eventually did all the jobs, and he got the most out of it. I did, like, maybe two jobs, but no, it's a lot of fun, especially if you have multiplayer friends to do it with. Because you're, 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 you're a blacksmith, you can make weapons for your friends <laughs> out of, like, the warriors, just as an example. I thought you were gonna say you could be a black man, and I thought you were gonna say it again when you said blacksmith again. I said blacksmith twice. Don't be. Uh, <laughs> I know. I was. I really was like. You were like. You could be a cook. You could be a black guy. <laughs> I might have to buy this game now. Maybe I'm getting old. I have no interest in being. I mean, Jarrell, if you if you buy the game, you can be a black man that is a blacksmith. <laughs> The other game that I was interested in just because it looked silly was that Disney Illusion Island game. Yeah, that looks like... Does that, does that have online? I believe it better. It says multiplayer. I, I don't know. Yeah, it says multiplayer for up to four players. It better have online. I mean, it's Disney, not Nintendo, but it's also releasing on Switch, so who knows? 
Yeah. Right. Well, that's I'm that's my that's right my because we're running out of time. Okay. And I want to talk about stuff. Go ahead. Talk uh, about stuff. Go ahead, Brandon. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, the last go thing ahead. I was just gonna say is like it's still dis- like I'm still gonna get Kirby because whenever my nephew's here, we can play it together. But it still really disappoints me that the game does have online for mm. for going to the adventure. It's just a shame. But anyway. Uh, so my turn, Pikmin 4, yay, I'm so happy for y'all, it's actually coming out, happy for myself, because it's one of my fantasy critic picks, haha, <laughs> bitches, it's gonna score great, and I'm gonna get a lot of, uh, points, right. and not care about the game at all. Xenoblade <laughs> <laughs> so, so Chronicles 3, I saw that, and I was like, what is this Bayonetta DLC, and it wasn't Bayonetta, that was weird. <laughs> um, Samba de Amigo, all the characters mm. are really ugly, Pass for me, uh, <laughs> The one Hispanic game? The one Hispanic game? That's racist. Uh, It's got black people in it, and they still ugly. I didn't say it was racist. I just said the characters were ugly. The monkey character is kind of ugly. The monkey? Yep. Oh, no! Okay, now it does sound like a big racist. (laughs) The monkey was ugly. Make cute monkeys. Then we wouldn't have this problem. So why did you Uh, play Super Monkey Ball? He's a cute monkey. I have played Super Monkey Ball because that oh, is great. a cute monkey. Great. Fast great. Dreamer was really weird. Should have been a mobile game. Uh, Castlevania, uh, I think, was mentioned, right? It, it was the yeah. Dead Cells uh, the DLC. That was cool. I don't play those games. The music was cool. cool, yeah. The music was um, great. Tron. Yeah. Nobody. I, I, I'm not going to say nobody. I know people that care about Tron. I'm not one of them. Ghost Trick didn't know what that was. Deck of Police is probably Trick racist, though. but I'm gonna probably oh, wait, buy wait, it. wait. Okay, so really quick, because I actually went back and looked at the trailer. So it's not it's not powerful profiling. It's deep profiling. Wow. So I had you just ruined my whole internet personality. Why'd you tell me that? Could have told me after the podcast. Now I can't be racist against the game. Uh, so Deck of Police, I made a list of games I want to get from the direct. Deck of Police was like one of the three games. So yeah, uh, that's there you go. Two. Um, huh? Three is better than two. Uh, and maybe there were four. We'll see. That was one of them. As I go through, I'll see if there are any more. Uh, Bayonetta Origins looks cool, cute, adorable. Don't care about Splatoon. Didn't care about Illusion Island. Uh, got the Fire Emblem DLC because I didn't pay for the game. Uh, don't remember what Harmony was. Octopath Traveler 2 is the only game that matters in life, and it'll be out next Friday, so everyone Jarell, should go play it. can I ask you which uh, adventure you're planning to start I with? I have no idea. So I have been talking... I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Probably Whatever. Not. I don't... I have no idea. I, I, I So I already have my party. I have my party of four. I know who I'm taking. I did start the demo. I didn't play much. I haven't had time to play anything, unfortunately. Sure. I started it with um, the bitch that I knew I was going to hate, which Agnia? is the dancer. Damn yes. it. I love Agnia. Yes. <laughs> of course you do, Brandon. Like, it's such a random character. It's a and, random. you know, I hate, I hate the whole, like, my first adventure and my mom was a dancer and I want to go be a dancer and I'm going to go be famous and I'm going to, like, be awesome. Like, Girl, stay home. Like, but but but, but, but here's but here's the but here's the thing, Jarrell. As much as I love Agnia, like I love her character, she is actually not the one I'm planning on starting with. I'm actually planning on starting with Oswald, the scholar. Interesting. I was I was thinking about him, but I heard some stuff about him and decided I'm not starting with him because I started with Cyrus because I love Cyrus. Um, and his story very much reminded me of like you know uh, the going for revenge like Primrose type story. Exactly. Yeah. But, um, that was kind no, of no. I. To me. I'm actually, it's either going to be Throne or, uh, I forgot her name, the, whatever, I don't know. Amnesiac girl, or? The, 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 the cleric woman? 
Yeah, that's the amnesiac one. No, the, uh, the, the the cleric is the guy. The amnesiac one is the apothecary. Yes, her. She's she seems like that seems interesting. Mm -hmm. I've I've heard that all the stories are like tent. I've heard the worst story of um this one is better than the best story of the first one. That's so. good, that's good praise. Yeah. I want to finish um, the first one then. Please do. Please. Do. I mean, I'm going to because it's for you, but that just like kind of like killed it for me. You should. Kata no, but like they're really good. They're still good. That just means this one's better. Uh, Katamari rolling around. Who cares? Uh, sea of Stars. I was disappointed in that demo. Um, it was decent. It is no longer a must buy on day one for me though. After playing, that's the demo. so, so that funny. Was... You and I completely switched after the demo. I was ready to buy it day one, and then I was like, I hope they're gonna fix this. Um, Omega Strikers don't know what it is. Yeah. Uh, Advanced Wars 1 and 2, they didn't show any gameplay because there's a war. That was smart. Uh, Kirby's Return to Dreamland. I love it for you guys who like Kirby. Don't give a shit. Uh, I've already complained about the online services for Game Boy Advance and Game Boy. Um, I, I have... I have issues with the way Nintendo handles online. However, I'm very, very happy that we're finally getting these games somewhere. So there's some form sure. of game preservation for these games. I think that's Agreed. so important. Um, I think that's awesome. I think that's so important. Uh, awesome for Metroid Prime people. I heard that game's really good. Rain Code was the second game, and Baton Kaidos was the third game. Those are probably the only three that I have on a list to purchase. Professor Layton's getting something new. I was like, that's cool. Didn't know what Fantasy Life was. I'd heard about it before. Mario Kart 8 didn't give a shit, and I've already talked about Legend of Zelda. Um, as far as the direct, uh, how I felt about it, uh, I think it was uh, a cop-out. Sorry. Uh, I think so. most of the big focus was on old games, right? Like, their sure. big thing that, that was yeah. like, here's what we're showing off. They had two things that they were showing off, right? One of them was Tears of the Kingdom, which was at the end, because, like, you have to do it because it's coming out soon, and you've got to give people a teaser. And the other big thing was a bunch of remakes, a bunch of old things coming out. Here's Game Boy Advance and Game Boy things people have been um, asking for to kind of just, like... Uh, what's the word? Like, settle you guys for a little bit until we reveal what's coming out in, within the rest of the year. Um, but, Jarrell, let me ask you something real quick. About, mm -hmm. for, for you personally, would you say then that's a kind of a relief, though? Because I know you, you're, you're, uh, you're more, more interested in, like, playing the new stuff that's, like, currently out. So would the fact that there was, like, a lot of old stuff be like, oh, good, I don't have to play, like, half of this then, or more than half of this? No, not really. Um, really? because, uh, yeah, and, and it's really not, it's kind of, I, I think it's just for me, because I got a little annoyed, I get a little annoyed, rather, when I want my friends to be playing these really good games that are coming out with me, but then everybody's just, like, playing fucking Game Boy Advance and 7 years, <laughs> and, like, 12 years, like, 15, who, like, shut up, y'all, go play a brand new PS5, like, we have, and, and this year, this year is so stacked, right, like, yeah, and, and yeah. I was, uh, perfect example, I was talking to Job about the Direct, and he's like, oh, yeah, those, I definitely want to play some of these older games, I was like, bitch, no, we have other <laughs> new games to play. Like, I will I will end this service before I let you go play Pokemon Gold and Red a, a million times. Like, no, no, you've played Fire Emblem, Golden, you've played all these things before, you had your experience. This is for when you don't have anything else to play, right? And, and... That doesn't exist. Like, <laughs> huh? That doesn't exist, doesn't have anything else to play. 
But it does, though. There are those moments. Like, he just had one of those moments, right? Like, I've had those moments where, like, there's new games that I'm not interested in. I don't have anything else to play. Let me go back to a comfort game, right? Like, that, to me, is what Nintendo Switch Online is for. It's for, like, hey, I used to play this game when I was a kid. Let me play five minutes of it to get that nostalgia back and turn it off. It's not, like this is what I'm going to be playing for the next six weeks. Like, I'm super invested in in uh, Legend of Zelda The Minish Cap. Let me play it ten more times because it was just that fucking good. Like, it's the best Legend of Zelda game ever. And if that's for you, that's awesome. But I think for me and for us, for people who are... We, we have this job where we talk about video games every week. Like, we're on a podcast talking about video games every week. What is coming for the Switch? The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. What's coming for the second half of the Switch? I guess we'll find we out. Pikmin, and, that, and that's why I mean that this is, was such a cop-out, because everyone's so excited about all these old games, and I'm the one who's like, bitch, what am I playing after Octopath 2? Not fucking Metroid Prime. I don't want to play another remake. I want to know what you guys have been working on. The same thing I want to know, the same reason I want to know what Xbox has been working on. The same reason I'm waiting for PlayStation to be like, here's, I'm trying to plan out my money and my time this year. <laughs> like, and I already have a shit ton of games on these other platforms that I want to play. I want to play Redfall. I'm going to have Final Fantasy 16 soon. In two weeks, I'm going to have Octopath. Like, I, I, I have these games that I'm going to love that I'm trying to finish. I have games on my backlog that I'm trying to finish. And I don't want to add more old games to it. So to answer your question, I think I already did. But, like, no, I, I, I'm, I'm not excited. I don't want my friends no, to that's be... No, that's not what I asked you. I, I didn't ask if you're excited about these old games. I'm asking if you're relieved that there's not a... Oh, yeah. No, I'm not. Yes, no, I'm not. Because now all of my so... friends are stuck in the past. Get the fuck out of the past. Stop being excited. The game's like, oh, I'm going to play Pokemon again. I'm like, bitch... Finish your current Pokedex. Like you haven't even. No, that game sucks. Game, and you want to go play fucking ten-year-old fucking Pokemon? Like, bro, it doesn't have a frame rate issue. I feel Fine. like, but no, really quick, really quick though, really quick to add on to what Drell was saying. This is what I was talking about a couple of weeks ago when we did the when we did the podcast where we were each covering a specific uh, company, and I said. We don't know what the hell they're doing at the second half of 2023, and we're not going to know for a while. We're probably yeah. not going to know until the end of June. So it's like, I, I, I kind of agree with you. Like, this was a cop-out. Like, this is like, yeah, bro, look, we, you, Metroid fans, you finally yeah. got your remake. But guess what? You don't know when you're getting your next one. Um, so I, I do agree with you in that sense. And I do to also to, you know, Brandon's question about, you know, weren't you happy that you don't have all these new games to play? I kind of, I agree with you with that too, because like, to me, when I watch these presentations, I want to finish the presentation with like, holy shit, how am I going to play all these games? Right. So, I, so I get where you're coming from, but th this is what I was talking about. Like, we, we don't know what the second half of 2023 for Nintendo is. And we still don't know because the latest um, release we have is, I think, July. So... Very much it was very much like let me distract everyone by giving them <laughs> and, that's, advance, and that's a and weird thing time that they've been asking for that's and, a weird uh tears of the kingdom's coming up so we gotta throw that in there and like here's all we're gonna sprint they've been fucking waiting for advanced wars one and two gotta drop that one in there what's coming out up oh, just throw tears of the kingdom it'll be fine that's what we got and that's okay for people that are excited for that but for me looking forward to the future i was underwhelmed because and i think we talked about this um too because i brought it up and i think brandon you were the one who told me that usually at this time they'll show off like one or two titles yes, that are coming that's what i was gonna say and they didn't even do that like yeah. i guess you Pikmin was count... literally it 
Lavelle's at the Kingdom game. if you want, but like. Well, not really. That's still the first half. Yeah, that's that's in May. Oh shit! Is that close? No is wonder. That close? Like running so that's so so it's like yeah. It's, yeah it's, so you already got a time, dude. <laughs> yeah, you got you got a. Uh, it's is it is as of this recording, February fifteenth. You got uh, three months to finish that thing. No, technically you only have a week because I know you're not gonna play it after oh, Pokemon I the trailer shit comes out. Comes yeah, out. so I don't. Nothing. You only got a week to play that game. Oh no. Um. It's uh, yeah. Go ahead, Brandon. If you wanted to elaborate on what I was saying. Not really. Like, well, I, I yeah. Just basically, like they usually. What you already said is they usually like throw in like one or two like um, later games. And and to be fair, I guess there were some games and they just said 2023 and didn't give a month. So I I guess those could slip into the month. But as far as I'm concerned, if it wasn't really given a d- definitive date, I'm not really counting it. So to my to my uh, statement, I think <laughs> Pikmin 4 is like really the only game that's like past that first half window of 2023. And they started with the direct with it. So that in, that in a way that almost may have like uh, let's say altered te- expectations of people like because you know the the statement of the these things was say like mostly focus on of this you know time period happened, but, yeah <clears throat> but then you started off with a game that's starting off in July so people are like <laughs> <Yeah>. wow what <clears throat> what else are they gonna show and then you come out at the end of the presentation you're like damn they really did just focus on that first <laughs> we still don't know like Gabe said we don't know what the hell's happening in the second half of this year really. Um, and, we and then also you. to Gabe's other point, it was like a bunch of the games were, I, I don't like to say games that could have been tweets. I, I don't actually like that phrase, but um, a couple of them like fashion designer, Amigo Day, whatever it's called. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, was weird. I, like, I don't remember <laughs> what the, what the name is. But like, there are so many of them that are just like, you know, one-offs that you're going to buy and play with your kids, right? Like none of them are like, you have a Switch OLED, like this is what the fuck you bought one for. Um, and, and that's why I feel if if I were to objectively evaluate the Switch as a whole, I do feel like a lot of it was just cop-outs for this is what y'all been asking for, now shut the fuck up and go play all these old games while we figure out what we're doing for the second half of the year. And I don't consider that to be a great direct like everyone else has been. However, I do still appreciate the preservation of old games and the importance of having them available on nintendo switch online however at the same time i don't appreciate increasing the price to be able to access all of them because and like i think it's the game boy advance games right that you can't access it unless you have the 50 dollars a year plan so you only get game boy you get game boy yeah I don't like that. <laughs> like, and I understand that PlayStation's doing something similar, um, but I feel like those games that they're having on PlayStation, nobody really cares for. Whereas a lot of people have been waiting for something like Game Boy Advance. So you're kind of forcing yeah. the hand of people who have been asking for this type of stuff. I will say at least they didn't uh, make things like the Metro Prime remake. I'm pretty sure it's not full price. I think it's like 30, 40 bucks. Um, yeah, like I appreciate 30. things like that. Um, especially because I've heard that it's a really, really great like remake. Like they've done a lot more than they needed to to make it be awesome for thirty dollars. Um, but at the same time, you're you're advertising these like they're available for everyone, and they're not. And I know that all of us have obviously bought into the fifty dollars a year. You know, I do it with PlayStation. Clowns. <laughs> I do it with PlayStation. I do it with Nintendo. I'm on a family plan. It is what it is. Um, but. I just imagine not having paid that $50 and then finally seeing like, okay, I did play Game Boy Advance. Like that was when I was gaming handheld. We all had the little fucking light on your Game Boy and uh, so you could see at night and like play the shit. Like my first Pokemon game was on there, right? So I'm like, okay, hype. 
but then I wonder, like, would I pay $50 for the year to play these games? And I think the answer for me personally is no. Um, if I didn't have it, I would not pay $50 a year to be able to play these older games. It's cool that I do have it because I'm, I'm using it anyway to play Smash and Pokemon and, like, whatever. Um, but I, I still don't see the... F- I guess I guess you got it. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, like, I, I guess I do see the value. I just don't see it as the, like, oh, my God, this direct was amazing. It was the best direct ever. Like... I'm I don't think serious. I don't think it was the best. Yeah, it wasn't ever. the best direct. Ever. Y'all was really acting like it was. When I, 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 I had some announcements that made me legitimately happy, and it was, and I enjoyed it for that much. But no, I think we've had better directs. I, I, yeah, I feel like it was a better direct than we've had in a while, but it's definitely not one of the best directs. Yeah. Well, but thank you because that's not the vibe I was getting, and that's yeah. also not the vibe I get on Twitter. A lot of it's, people. It's, like, it's, and ever. that's that's but like that's why I don't like when you guys talk to me about like oh this is how people on Twitter feel. Like when I blow it off, it's not because I don't care. It's because Twitter is usually such a different world yes, from what people actually true. feel like. So like, Twitter's that's, not that's real like, life. Yeah, it really isn't. But like, that's why like that's that's why I don't really pay attention to people's reactions on Twitter because it's like the only time I'll listen is if like they're bagging on someone for something dumb like too much water. But like aside from that, I always have to bring that up. Sorry, but like aside from that, though, like like when I when I finally went back on Twitter after having a week hiatus. Um, I went back and I kind of saw like some people still talking about the direct and stuff. I was like, bro, that shit was a week ago. It is not that much to talk about. Like it, it, it wasn't as good as you guys are like fanboying right now. But it's like Brandon says, everyone has their own different, you know, likes and dislikes. So maybe for them, it really was the best direct that was there. But I think I can confidently say for at least me and Brandon that it wasn't the best direct we've ever seen. I just think the highs were, for me at least, were really high and the lows were, were just low. That's I really can't wait to post the screenshots of y'all talking about how it was great on our Twitter. I never said it was the best, though. I didn't post it. it was on. T- I don't post my direct reaction on Twitter. I said I am going to post screenshots of what y'all said about the direct on Twitter after this recording. Oh, okay. <laughs> we still have time to go edit. Go, Brandon, go. <laughs> that was the well, guys, thanks for watching this stream. Uh, see you later. <laughs> No, actually, that's the time to delete the VOD. Yeah, so really quickly, since I have five minutes left, uh, I do want to ask you guys, uh, do you think that Nintendo Switch Online is current? Because I know that you guys are way more into older games than I am. Um, Do you think that uh, Nintendo Switch Online is worth it now? I think, I think... You said it best, Jarrell. Like if you're not, if you're just not at all into old games whatsoever, then the answer is absolutely not. Not even the, it, well, the basic plan. If you just want to play on, online, I think, I think, I think yes, the basic plan is worth for everyone because I think having just that ability to play online games with your friends at getting, twenty dollars a year. Correct. At twenty dollars at twenty dollars a year, it's one hundred percent worth it to get the basic plan because it gives you like even if you don't care about the online game, the old games, whatever. Um, you have the option to play with your friends. You get those, um, you get those perks like you get to like download stuff like Tetris ninety nine for free. You get those deals. You get to participate in the Nintendo Switch Online rewards, which get you platinum points, which you can exchange for icons or physical rewards. So yeah, the basic one at this point one hundred percent worth it. As far as the expansion pack is concerned, what it is is you know at the end of the day is just DLC for very specific games 
and access to three libraries of older games. And again, I say, if you don't care about those older games, then absolutely not. It's not worth it to you. And then those DLC, it's going to really largely depend on what deal, what games you're getting. They chose the ones that they felt everyone had. Mario Kart, that you know, it's it's, it's sold really well. Animal Crossing, everyone had that at the time. <laughs> so there was that. And then what else did they throw in there? They still do Splatoon 2. The Splatoon 2 one was like, just like, that was basically advertised for Splatoon 3. Like, that DLC had been out forever. And they just threw it on there just to like, you know, help sell three more. So, yeah. I think the, the higher tier to this point is still a harder sell if you're not into all of it. But if you are a lover of classic games, then by this point, now it is 100% worth it. Because now you have three platforms worth of games, uh, N64, Genesis, and now Game Boy Advance. By this point, the N64 library has grown quite big. The Genesis library has a lot of classics at this point. And the Game Boy Advance... If you know, if you know the at least somewhat of the history of the Game Boy Advance's library, you know that they are primed to get some really good games in the near future if they keep the going at the pace they're going. So, looking forward to that. So that's my answer. So, uh, I want to ask a different question, and I'm running out of time. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you answer. Uh, uh, we have two minutes, so I'm definitely gonna let you answer, and I still want to ask a different question. Um, but I want you to answer both questions, so I'll just ask okay. it now. Um, the second question is very simple. It was just, um, how often do you actually use or play the older games on um, NSO? Hey, so to answer that question, I actually play those games at least every two days because they do have Zelda titles, and I do like the poly, the little triangle graphics every now and then. Um, and I do like running through Mario, the Mario levels every now and then. Um, but then to answer your first question, no, I don't think it's worth it because there's freer that's not a word there are ways to get these games that are free um on my steam deck on my iphone where i can sideload an app um and i have a wider library open to me and i again with I better controls with with better controls customizable controls um and in the case of the steam deck oh actually and my iphone better screens uh more vibrant colors um but so i i 100 don't think that annoyingly big price hike from the original to the the expansion pass was is, is worth bucks. it yeah i still don't think it's worth it at this point um maybe if they fixed the actual online connectivity i'd stop bagging on it so much but that also doesn't seem to have been fixed with the price hike so i if you're still on the original one i'd say stay on that until either the libraries grow better or our connection runs more like butter and less like molasses Damn, that was a good one, Gabe. Got it. Sorry. Okay. Brendan, aside from does it hold up, how often do you find yourself willingly going to play some of these older games? I go to the N64 usually like once a week. Mainly because there's like, those are the, those are the games that I like checking in like a little bit each time. Especially Pokemon Puzzle League. I play that, I usually, t I play that one quite often because I, that was one of my favorite games and it's great for like a quick session of like puzzles and whatever. Um, I feel like. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah. I'll just leave it at that. I go no, once a week. Once a week. Because you're wasting your time on old games when I'm asking you to play other ones. I Wonderful. Thanks, play, guys. I've been playing and... my new games. <laughs> I spend at least once a week playing old Pixel Zelda because I love it so much. I said every two days, and that was before all oh, these games started coming. Yeah, you're out here mixing our answers. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. It was before, it was before these games Zelda started coming three... out. I'm playing old Pixel Zelda three days out of seven. Oh, look at me. I'm so cool. Old like, bro, if I have to whoop your ass in Smash Bros. Uh, again, just let me know. Oh, we got the spike on him. 
Oh my god, Brandon! Oh my god! <laughs> right, well, clearly it's time to end this podcast. <laughs> um, I had one more thing to say, so I'm going to say it very quickly and then I'm going to end. And it's about the Fire Emblem Engage DLC. Um, I complained. I will run back a few of my complaints or pull back a few of my complaints. Um... Only because I still I still don't think you should release DLC on the same day a game releases. Agreed. I think that's bullshit. However, I do appreciate the way that they've done the waves kind of quickly yeah. because it has allowed for you to. Because I, I I my biggest complaint was that I'm not gonna be playing this game in a few months when Wave Two comes out and I'm not gonna care. And they were like, "No, bitch, we're gonna give this to you while you're still playing this game." And I think that's awesome. I think giving giving players the ability to especially because the dlc is with engaged like emblem rings mm -hmm. giving us the emblem rings while we play the game is such a smart idea yeah. that i think would have if i hadn't already bought the dlc that probably would have convinced me to be like all right well i might as well buy it now before i finish the game because now i've got one two three four five extra rings that i can use through my regular playthrough so it's not something i have to go back and replay the whole game later on so i do appreciate that and i did want to come out and say that because i i appreciate the way that they've been able to give us the waves of dlc much quicker than i anticipated which allows for me to actually use the dlc while i'm playing the game as opposed to making me go back and play the game six months from now and i'm not gonna do it and then be mad that i wasted 30 fucking dollars so I just had to get that out um, as far as the engaged DLC goes. Very shocked by them just being like, and it's available today. I was like, bitch, what? Camilla, yeah, right so fast. You fucking want me? Are you serious? And they were like, yeah, we're serious. And yeah, so that was awesome. I haven't I haven't been able to like get any yet because I haven't had any time. But yeah, um, so I I'm run that back. I was complaining. I still complain because you should not release DLC on the same day. Mm -hmm. I would have felt better if they would have just made it like a pre-order bonus, the first DLC wave or something. Sure. Like anything that could have given some goodwill. I, I would have, I promise you, I would have bought the DLC in a shorter amount of time had they done that um, because I've been enjoying the game. But I do appreciate them being like, here, take the shit while you're playing the game. And with that, it's been a wonderful evening. It's been a good direct. I love talking to you guys. It's been the best in the world. I can't wait to post the receipts. And yeah, with that, I think that's it. So bye, everybody. Bye.